Hey, hey. Okay, so we got Drew on. I guess we're waiting on um, Two Gun right now. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ship game. Believe it or not, I'm not. Jeez. So, I mean, in order for me to watch a game, either my team's got to be playing, which, or, you know, my team's got to be playing, which I don't watch a lot of Jags games because that's a lot of heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel it. My team's got to be playing, or I've really got to, you know, be in a mood for it, and I'm not really in the mood to watch the championship game, especially on a Monday, you know what I mean? It's a weird day to have a national title game Monday, I mean. Right. Like a Friday, Saturday, you know. Absolutely. Actually, let me just go ahead and do the intro before Two Gun jumps on. Absolutely. This is, this is the new common theme. <laughs> I'm Digga Jones. <laughs> Two Gun Tony will be on a little bit later. And this is Digga and Two Gun's News and Views, where anything goes. So we got special guests on here. Drew, we hey, called hey. him on the last show, The Deer Hunter. <laughs> so, first things first, you gave us some news about your wrestling career um, in group chat earlier. So, let my fans know what your new exciting news is. Well, um, I will be, uh, I, I mean, depending on what happens, I'm supposed to have my first match with AIW on uh, June 15th. Um, all right, all nothing, right. Nothing official yet, but that's pretty much the, <laughs> what I'm looking at here. So, still got some time. I'm hoping I can debut somewhere else beforehand, you know. Right, right. Lesser known promotion, but we'll see. But as of right now, but as of right now, you yeah. said June fifteenth, right? Yes. Are you excited or? It's 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 all coming together, and I love it, man. It's it's. And words is, can't describe how you feel, you know. But this is something that you've always wanted to do, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm always a big supporter of anybody living out their dreams. So let me get started with some of the show's topics tonight before you okay. know Two Gun jumps in. So I want to hear your, you know, feedback on it. And I'm going to start off tonight with something a little lighter than what I'm what I dropped on you earlier today. And what I want to start out with is surviving R. Kelly. Man. So did you catch any of the docu series? I have not been able to watch it on Lifetime or anything like this. All right. Um, all I know is it's been blowing up on social media, Twitter, uh, oh, all these hashtags, you know, mute R. Kelly and whatnot. It's, it's, it's blown up, man. So let me give you a little background on me and R. Kelly. Okay. I was an R. Kelly fan. I want to say up until 2002 when that first allegation started. So when uh-huh. R. Kelly... I want to say it was 98, 99. Oh, there, there's two guns. Hey. Two guns. Yep. I already did the introduction. Right now, I just started out with surviving R. Kelly. And I was in the middle of... You know, yeah, I was in the middle of... Yeah, I was in the middle of um, detailing my so-called beef with R. Kelly. Yeah. So, but I, 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 I'm starting by saying, you know, in 1998, 99, when R. Kelly released the R album, uh-huh. His first double to set. I was a huge fan. Did hear the deer hunter? But, yeah, the deer hunter. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> yeah, man. But um, 
when R. Kelly released the R album, I was impressed because not only was it a double to set, it was a double to set that was good. Uh-huh. And we've had that conversation, how many double to sets are actually worth the money? And this one was bottom line worth the money. Yeah. So let's fast forward, you know, a few years later, almost five, four years later to 2002. When the first allegation happened with the Best of Both Worlds CD, I learned I was having a daughter. So at that point, R. Kelly was marked off. But what everybody fails to realize is everybody's like, oh, I can't believe this shit. I can't believe that this happened, so on and so on. But when you listen to the man's music and you looked at his, you know, behavior, this isn't something that should be shocking. <laughs> Wait, am I alone in that statement, or? (laughs) No, I I agree with you. Yeah, it's not shocking until you hear somebody tell their story. I mean, sometimes people just say whatever in their songs, and we don't really think much of it. Like, oh, it's just a gimmick, but no, it was there was nothing. Exactly, dude. (laughs) Like both of y'all, both of y'all been in the military. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Both of y'all been in the military. You, but it's not shocking until you tell people what you had to go through. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of that right. type of situation. And this is, this is what baffled me. They got older 50 men and women to talk about this as if it should not have been talked about sooner. And this is... Been damn near like a decade yeah, and this is... 15, I go 50 plus people talking about it, and over half the people that they asked to be on a program declined. Well, you know, you got to think about it too, like just like the military shit. Certain, I'm gonna say, use that example because both of y'all been in the military. Like, you got, and you broke up, though. <laughs> you got people who squatted. There you are. But they can't come home and talk about it. Like sometimes they'll wait till they're in their sixties and fifties. We talk about little ass girls. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, it's traumatizing. Yeah, it's hard true. to talk. Like you don't really have the mind to talk about what happened because you don't really know. <laughs> but I guess you know they, they got. Well, go ahead, Drew. I feel like, you know, when they're that young, they kind of get groomed into thinking this is acceptable and whatnot, so they don't really make a big deal out of it until later, years down the road. Like, oh, <coughs> shit, I got manipulated. Right. Shit. My question you gotta, is... You gotta, you gotta try to speak with the mind frame. Well, my big... What's up? My biggest question <laughs> is... I don't know what mind Susan, I only heard half of that. Yeah, I was gonna say, what was this dude saying? I said, you like people don't know what what mind the parents of these girls had. Oh yeah, time. yeah. But you know, like did they see that as a come up or you know? Right. My biggest that question is, why now? I wonder. I mean, maybe R. Kelly's kind of lost whatever power he used to have. I mean, is he broke now? I mean, I don't, I don't really know that much about R. Kelly these days. I don't so. think he's broke. What I think it is, you know, why now? 
this is the crazy part about it. Do you know this man's streams went up 25%? I mean, that's just people are going, like, um, I forget you said in the group chat, but uh, people have been curious to listen back at the, some of those lyrics. I mean, you know, they could have just Googled it, but. Oh, yeah. They're going there. back to look for clues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, or just maybe they're reminded of R. Kelly, so they're having a nostalgic trip. Like, oh, shit, I remember this song. You know, I, I think that's a lot of it. So. I mean, I'll admit, I, I played, I admit it. Uh, did you? <laughs> I did, just because it's just even funnier at that time. Not the whole 16 minutes. You got me oh, fucked no. up. Damn, poor guy did. Oh, oh, by the way, Two-Gun, he's watching the um championship game, college championship game, so if Drew says something out of Coof. For Alabama and Clemson? Yeah. yeah. You're an Alabama fan, right? No. No, I'm going for, I'm going for Clemson. Okay, hometown pride. I I <laughs> guess I'll go with Clemson. You know, I'm I'm a Buckeye, but you know, I guess I'll, I have to root for somebody. So, right. But do you know my yeah. biggest thing about the whole surviving R. Kelly? Before I go into the next subject, yeah. What's my up? whole biggest thing about surviving R. Kelly is there are people in the industry who are coming out now, like, oh well, this story happened or this story happened. Why wasn't this important? You know. 10 years ago are you getting your 15 minutes of fame now or <laughs> you know i think it's like a collaboration of once everyone does it together people can be more confident about it like you know if it's just one person reporting you know against a multi-millionaire prodigy like r kelly you know it's, it's gonna be tough to you know fight like but, the um, me too movement right that's that's kind of how this yeah pretty much went down. Like, yeah, I think I think that had a lot to do with like everybody else is coming out and talking about it. So it's an embarrassing thing, kind of. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And R. Kelly said he's disgusted by this lifetime thing, but didn't even watch it. How are you gonna? I think he maybe he just scared to watch it because he knows he's about to get you know exposed. Right, but like he already did. Master P said one of the funniest things that was so true. He said Wait, about sorry. one of the little girls that got, you know, rescued from her parents and she went back with R. Kelly three days later. He says you can't tame a girl who, you know, is grown in her own mind. You can rescue her rescue her all you want. But if she goes back, that's nothing that the parents can do about it. Especially if the girl's over eighteen. Right. So, if she likes the control and manipulation, why are we getting mad at R. Kelly? <coughs> you said, why would... Yeah. This is wrong. <laughs> no, it's not wrong. If the parents rescue the girl and the girl goes back on her own accord, back to hmm. where, quote-unquote, she was, you know, harmed and traumatized. Well, I think it's just... I think that's... Uh, I, think I believe that's called... Stockholm syndrome. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. What is that when you uh, love your abuser, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think it's just another piece of the puzzle to go into the mind of R. Kelly. Like, you know what I mean? In my mind, I'm just thinking he's not mentally developed yet. Like. Everybody talked about Michael Jackson, how Michael Jackson thought it was okay to sleep with kids and, you know, shared, you know, wine in the bed with them. But when you really look at Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson had the mind frame of a child because he had no childhood. Like, 
how many right. how many of y'all just sat there and snuck your parents alcohol and drank it with your you know teenage buddies a lot of people that's you know? how michael jackson functioned in his mind he was doing nothing wrong he says there's nothing more beautiful than sharing a bed with you know a child because he was in that mind frame he never had sleepovers and shit because the child's been working since he was nine absolutely so i understand michael jackson you know per se but when you look at r kelly's story something doesn't add up like of course i've heard you know he was molested he you know had his childhood robbed from him whatever whatnot off too guys but I've known a lot of people molested that don't have, you know, share the same behaviors. They don't share the same controlling ways. I don't get it. But then again, hmm. it's maybe because I'm not that much of an R. Kelly fan. Right. Don't worry, Two Gun will be back in a minute. He drops out and comes right back in all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm used to this. <clears throat> yeah. So another subject that I wanted to bring up is we all know that we're two weeks and two days in the government shutdown. Oh, there's two guns. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're two weeks and two days into the government shutdown. So do y'all know much about what's going on or I mean about what the shutdown entails yeah. or I mean If, if y'all so... didn't I was going to break it down in layman's terms. I mean you might as well for the listeners. Okay yeah I'll do that. So, what this government shutdown entails is Trump wants funding for the wall. And the only way he can get funding for the wall is if both Democrats and Republicans are on the same page. Now, the Democrats saying, you look, we're not paying for the wall. You told us Mexico's going to pay for the wall. Mm-hmm. So, let Mexico pay for the wall. The Republicans, you know, no, trust our leader. The leader says that, you know, Mexican eventually is going to pay for the wall. But for right now, we have to sanction America, you know, America's taxpayers money to help us out until Mexico could pay for the wall. And then we can, re, you know, reimburse them, which that's not how shit works. And why would Mexico Probably. pay for the wall anyway? It's not their idea. Exactly. So <clears throat> now you got government employees not, you know, not getting paid government jobs aren't getting done you have people from government jobs doing other jobs you know in due time and the thing that made me mad the most about it is when you have trump saying you know you can ask anybody who you know is not getting paid right now they're fine with it i'm certain their landlords will make considerations or you know they almost have to yeah, I'm turning their landlords will make considerations until we get everything done, and this can take over a year. Uh, I'd like to think they get it done as soon as possible. You know, whatever. <clears throat> Even though they say it could last a year, it's. I mean, you got to think. It's that's a lot of pissed off government folks, and you know. I mean, okay, so in this in this shutdown, the only. Normally, the military wouldn't get paid, right? Correct. Uh, I remember years ago, uh, 2013, I was at Fort, Gur- Fort Gordon, um, and there was a shutdown. I forget what it was about. It but was yeah. um, the shutdown happened the first day of October. I remember that because I just started a government job. 
Yeah, I was in AIT, and now I'm like, they're talking about, well, it actually didn't get shut. Well, I forget. It was shut down. It was shut down for three days. Okay, yeah, because it was like, we were we were getting nervous. We're like, oh, shit, you know, we don't want to lose our money, you know. Right. Especially as, like, young, you know, barely just getting our foot in the door in the Army. So Right. We were lucky to still get our pay and whatnot, but that is the reality of the situation is soldiers and military folk would not get paid. And I'll tell you something, military is not a high-paying job. Oh, obviously, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when you lose that check, that affects you a lot. You know, can't go to the strip club, can't buy your Dodge Charger at 12% interest. Hey. But no, in all, ser- <laughs> in all seriousness, though, it is it is shitty, especially for those with kids in the military. Because, um, although I will say, it, in this shutdown, it's actually the only military branch that's affected is the Coast Guard of all branches. Exactly. You know? But you know what's so funny, Army, though? Yeah. I still didn't get my medical retirement or my military disability yet. Hmm. Which is mad weird to me because I wasn't supposed to be affected. That is strange. I was supposed to be affected because I'm a I'm a GI Bill student. I get I get money to the VA every month uh-huh. for housing and all that. Right. And books. And uh I actually got my money, so I'm like, what what parts of the government are shut down? I feel like it's so, very wishy washy right now. What yeah. most um for the most part, the IRS is shut down. Yeah. But they well, still, I don't have to worry about my taxes for a while. Nice. But they, but they still want you to pay your taxes. Man, fuck out of so here. So government park officials or you know, you know, government wildlife officials are out of a job as of right now. Yeah. There are certain government entities like DECA, which is the Department Enforcement Commissary Association, are out of you know are out of work. Some parts of the Department of, of Defense. Are out of work right now. I think um, a lot of it's Homeland Security. I know, like, uh, like the TSA, they're yeah. not getting paid, so they're calling off work. Which you mean? You got me fucked up. You think I'm gonna tell people to take their pants off? I mean, their belts off for no pay? You know? Exactly. <laughs> so, so, but here's the th- here's the thing about it. What Trump actually said is, hey, look, you know, we're getting sanctions and trade agreements that's going to pay billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. Right. And that's going to pay for the wall. So if that's going to pay for the wall, why is the government shut down? And why are you asking American taxpayers to pay for the wall? I just want to know what's so fascinating about Trump and this fucking wall. Because he says it's going to keep bad things out of the United States. Well, he got here. Exactly. But here's the thing, though. Even if we were to put up a wall, how did the Cubans get here? <laughs> think about it. I don't think, think he, he ge- I, ge- away. I, I don't think he geographically knows the borderlines of Mexico and the United States. Because we're surrounded by water. Yeah. Because if they're not going to get into Miami, they're going to get into California. If they're not, I mean, come on, dog. And California is pretty open with all that too. So exactly. They're... And then if they can't get into California, they're going to get into New Mexico, through Arizona. You know, it's like I said. There's a whole Alabama. There's a whole borderline where the Gulf of Mexico and everything sits. Yeah, I really so, thought about the one time. That's, that's a lot of wall. I mean, 
obviously they're going for a cost-effective design, which is like bars, not which is you know not an actual wall. But I'm just thinking that's a lot of, of material. That's a, it's a big border. Exactly. I mean, the last time something big, um, something that big was infrastructure was the Great Wall of China. Not the Great Wall of China, but um, yeah, the Great Wall of China. Well, I don't know if it was that big, but yeah. That's the last time something that big was infrastructured. And here's the thing. How long did it take the Great Wall of China to get built? Centuries. <laughs> it took the Great Wall of China 212 years to get built. Granted, the technology was different, but yeah. Yeah, granted, technology was different. But who's to say that, you know, to cover the broad spectrum between, you know, the Mexico-U.S. border, it could take decades, 15, 30 years. And you got to think with the political shifts and whatnot, who's to say they won't just like, oh, never mind. Tear it exactly. Down. No, know? because they're asking for, what is it, $6.3 billion to get this wall fixed. Yeah. And we're not, you know, getting out of debt. Exactly. So $6.3 billion, you know what you could do with that? I couldn't, I couldn't spend that in my you life. You could fix the water crisis in Flint. Not only fix the water crisis in Flint, you can actually give homes to all homeless U.S. veterans. All of them. And you're only at $3 billion at this point in time. This is true. So with the other $3.3 billion, I don't know, try to fix the economy. Because none of these... Six point three billion dollars are fixing roads right where you are in Ohio. No, they're not, and I could use some right now on my street. Exactly. None of this is fixing the infrastructure here in Charleston, South Carolina. None of this is fixing the financial crisis in Detroit, where Two Gun lives. Oh, he's from Detroit. I don't know oh, that. Yeah, he's from. Yeah, he lives in Detroit. No, he's from here, but he lives in Detroit. Oh, okay, he's only like two hours away from me. So, you uh, learn something new. He's not on the show right now. Like I said, he drops in and out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He must have a faulty tower or something by him. But, you know, basically, with $6.3 billion, you know how much you can fix in American problems? <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been having this dry cough for the last two weeks, so. That's terrible. <laughs> but, um. But. Six, three, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, everything sounds so simple, but I feel like maybe there's more to it, like why the stuff doesn't get done, you know? It, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. I, every time I get on Anchor, somebody wants to start texting and somehow I always get kicked off. I'm okay. Yeah. That right was just, now, so. yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just telling him that, you know, don't worry. He drops out and comes right back on. <laughs> yeah. But the only reason I'm responding is because it's, it's two people on here, so I could do that. If it was just me and you, I'd say fuck it. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Oh, well, let me feel too good. I'm just saying the wall that Trump wants to fix is $6.3 billion. Mm-hmm. Correct? So let's just say we weren't using that on a wall. We could fix the homeless veteran crisis in America. We can fix uh-huh. the Flint water system and various problems in America. Like I said, you know, we can fix the, you know, roads over here in Charleston. I'm certain Detroit could use a good facelift. <laughs> uh, shit, yeah. And I know Drew's Ohio roads aren't the best. 
Well, see, his whole argument is the Obama administration spent $150 million on Israel and got nothing back. He's saying, why can't we spend $6 billion on something that's going to be good for the country? Okay, how's that good for the country, though? Just because he says it is. I mean, we're looking like a big bunch of fucking bullies in a sandbox. Kind of. Because it's just like, all right, cool. We're the land of the free, but Mexicans can't come in. Because Mexicans rape, pillage, and, you know, rape and pillage America. But yet, I mean, we're not building a wall against Canada. You're not. So, I mean, at the, in the same token, Canadians can cross the border also. If a Canadian man came by and raped somebody in Washington State, are we going to build a wall? Don't worry, I'll answer myself. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course not. So I think two guns off again. Uh, no, he's well, he's still connected, <clears throat> but I don't know if he's like in. But uh, yeah, and the, I remember, you know, it's funny, you know, going to like just recently, I went to some bachelor party in Toronto. You know, going into Canada, no problem whatsoever. Right. You know, coming back to the states, exactly, it was tricky. Exactly. Asking about everything, everything in your mother. It's like, dude, just let me come home. Fuck. Can I look in your trunk? What do you have? What What did you bring back? Why? What was your purpose for visiting Canada? Blah 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 blah. It's just like there. You got any weed? Like, yeah, there are so many questions coming back into the United States, but you can just leave at any time. Yeah. And that's just like. So what if someone wants to go? What if someone wants to go out of the country of Mexico? You know, that wall's going to fuck them up. Exactly. But no. So it's just one of the situations where, you know, they asked, you know, are we going to be able to drive to and from, you know, the country? Trump said, end quote, I I have thought about it. I haven't made my mind up about it yet. Shit. That, That sounds like he's very unsure, especially when it's like a big plan you got, you know? So, and... But the thing about it is, you know, with the government shutdown, <laughs> a reporter asked him, well, if Mexico is going to pay for the wall, why are you tax- I'm taxing us American citizens for it? Why are, does it seem like we're going to pay for the wall? And his only response is, well, if you heard what I said, I'm doing sanctions that's going to bring billions upon billions of dollars for the wall. I feel... I feel like the idea is that it's like, oh, this is temporary, you know, because we're not getting the money right away. Just trust the process type deal, but can you? I mean, would you let your crackhead uncle hold $100? <laughs> Man. I think a Mexican dude must have fucked his wife. I wouldn't doubt that. For real. He came or, over with some, t- some some tequila and just fucked the shit out of her, and he's mad. Got some food poisoning at a Tex-Mex restaurant. Or something. Or his daughter. Shit. That's like us living side by side, and I'd be like, well, I don't like you when you step on my side of the grass when you mow the lawn, so you got to build a fucking fence. Right. <laughs> then you don't want to build it. <laughs> So I go to Andrew and be like, well, I need money to build this fence. You don't even technically got shit to do with it, but <clears throat> somehow it's going to be better for both of us. 
and you live all the way on the other side. Other side of, of the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in the middle. And that's crazy. <laughs> like, and the one thing that they never really consider with the wall is, like, you know, a lot of immigration comes from people flying, you know, going through customs and yeah. all that. So... <laughs> He's just retarded. From people. And like I said, there are so much better things that we could be doing with our taxpayers' money. A lot. So many things. It's still a lot of places where kids don't have school books. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you say, the Flint water situation, the, the all kinds of shit to be learning about a fucking wall. Exactly. Like, I don't fucking get it. <coughs> Drew. Yeah. I need a quick score on the game. Oh, um, at halftime, it's 31-16, Clemson. Oh, I told you Clemson's going to win. And it's, still play- it's only 15 points, and I, and I think Bama's gearing up for a second half, you know, surge, so. Word, word. Two gun. Yep. Did you have any topics that you wanted to bring to the forefront? Yeah. We talked about the wall. We talked about R. Kelly. We talked about the government shutdown. The government shutdown. Oh, by the way, I just read that the government shutdown is not going to affect people's income taxes. I guess Ooh. that's a good thing. So, Kiki down the street will not have to build a wall around the White House. <laughs> Because she is going to get her tax. I don't know. What's that, what else is going on in the world? People only focused on the wall right now. And R. Kelly. I'm looking at the, looking at Twitter trying to find some stuff. How about we build a wall right around R. Kelly to keep him from messing with these goddamn little girls? Dear God, that won't yeah. cost $6 million. Word. <clears throat> um, there is a wall to protect the, um, little girls, and it's called prison. <clears throat> well, that too. But prison. Speaking on, like, the Me Too movement and all that, I feel like the Me Too movement opened up the floodgates for this R. Kelly shit. I hope it opened up the floodgates for all these other people who got more money and more power than R. Kelly that have been doing the same shit for years. Are you talking about, like, the Harvey Weinsteins and the Kevin Spacey? Anybody. Anybody. Like, you know, the Catholic priests, all that right, shit. Right, right. Oh man, like the Catholic priests still? Yeah. Catholic priests been doing that for years. And I said, but the yeah. Catholic priests, I mean, everybody turns a blind eye when it comes to religion and mass I'm not masturbation, but religion and molestation. And I don't understand right now it's a little boy somewhere supposed to be putting out candles getting touched on his butt by a Catholic priest. And afraid to tell his mom. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because they're not allowed That's to marry. Movie. That's right. The nuns ain't trying to turn nothing loose, so you know, it's a weird situation, but <clears throat> let's stop focusing on R. Kelly for a minute. Okay. Yeah, for real. No, like, the shit. <laughs> no. I will say I did get a bunch of good memes out of it. Yeah. Oh, man, those were hilarious. I got yeah. it. Especially that one with the bear. You know, you threw some massive shade at Marcus and in Chicago. Oh, yeah. I got a um, I got a bear with a crying face 
and R. Kelly leaning on the bear crying himself, and they said, it's been a bad weekend for Chicago. <laughs> the funniest one I saw was a picture of Bill Cosby, and it said, how the hell is this nigga free? <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. But you know, this, but this shit has been going on with underage girls for years. I mean, look at Woody Allen, and that was his like adopted daughter, right? That was his um yeah adopted daughter, and well, anyway, um Su Yin, I think her name was something oh, like that. Crazy. Yeah, and she was like thirteen. Something like that, but I think he actually married her. Uh, that's just that's just I, He covered it up with the marriage, but you still doing some weird shit. And I'm sure yeah. Japanese girls' vaginas stay the same from childhood to adulthood. You could have waited. <laughs> right now, yeah. we got a halftime show with the uh, Imagine Dragons at the national title game. You said Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons. I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of the at all. Oh no! It's Imagine Dragons. I'm willing to make put Imagine Dragons in the same category as like Nickelback and stuff like that. Well, no, wait. Cillian was 22 when she got Woody Allen. Okay, but she was his stepdaughter. Yeah, it was his stepdaughter. That's what I'm saying. Like, but she said, actually married. Yeah, she said that he never was um, a father figure to her. Woody Allen was 56 at the time. Mm. I mean, they ended but up getting they ended up getting married in '97, and they're still together. So, yeah, yeah, but he was still watching her as a kid. You have to. Like, I'm not gonna have a stepdaughter right now. And right. then decide, well, you're old enough now. I want to marry you. Like, right. My parental father shit is supposed to kick in at some point, even if you're not being a real father. Like, that's somebody you're taking care of. It. You know what I mean? Uh, like, gross. <laughs> like, oh, God. Just thinking about it. But, um, oh, shit. What was it about the, oh, Drew, tell um, Two Gun your big news. Oh, yeah. Um, it's looking like I'll be uh, debuting with uh, my, my company in June. Okay. Yeah, and I'm not going to be hunting no deer anytime soon. Well, you figured out a name? Well, we're still working on a name, but so the whole gimmick they want me to go for is like, like I'm like some certain type dude, you know, one of those like old school dudes who like, you know, bend metal and all that other stuff. A doink. Yeah. I don't nah, you don't mean like that. You mean like real strongest man. So you're going to have him like a black leotard. Like everybody. No, nah, I'll be like, uh, I'll probably have one of those one straps. Did everybody get a phone know. call at the same time? No, we're all here. Drew, you can hear me? No, I hear you. I don't think he can hear us. Hmm. But on the topic of wrestling, okay, did you know, I lose everybody one... or? No, I'm still here. Me too. You hear me? Did you hear us? I, I guess not. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, I was gonna say, Digga, um, 
on the topic, you know, since you brought up the wrestling thing, I saw on Twitter Hulk Hogan was was trending earlier. 